Psalm 100. May a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Hear the word of the Lord. Well, thank you again for welcoming us. It's a, it's a, a pleasure to be here and it's a privilege to um, share the word of God with you this morning as well. Um, so, um, and, and it's actually, you know, quite special to be here in person. Isn't that nice? <laughs> um, so let me, let me um, pray just as we take a look at Psalm 100 together. Um, Father God, thank you for your word to us. Um, in particular, we give you thanks for the Psalms, which really open a window into the hearts of your people and how they relate to you and, in how, um, and, and help us to see how we can relate to you too. We pray that your Holy Spirit would now be at work in our hearts as we consider Psalm 100. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, a psalm for giving grateful praise. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. And thank you for reading, by the way, as well. <laughs> well read. Uh, as we begin reading Psalm 100, it's pretty obvious that the psalmist, the writer, is feeling pretty happy, I think. <laughs> joyful. Overflowing with joy and praise. I wonder, can you relate to that wonderful feeling? Um, I remember feeling like that in December, just late last year. It was about 8am at the Mariba Training Centre. It was a beautiful sunny day, not too hot. Um, the Training Centre was a hive of activity. All the rooms were being used by students at various stages of their training. Uh, everyone was on time. The aircraft were all serviceable and working. The main group of students had passed their final exams and they had ample time to finish off their solo flight hours before their big final flight test. And that wasn't because we'd had a perfect problem-free year. Um, flight training is pretty complex and needs constant adjustment throughout the year, but we'd managed all the variations really well just to shepherd the students so that they were ready on time for test week. Um, two of the students were even in an application process to join Mission Aviation Fellowship already. Um, and so I had a deep feeling of satisfaction. This had been a really good year, probably the best year that I can remember. We did a really good job and I felt like shouting for joy. <laughs> uh, how about you? I mean, is that, I wonder if that's your experience today. Are you, as you come to church today, are you in that place of feeling joyful like the psalmist or like I've just described? Um, if you are... That's wonderful. Um, and there's some really helpful wisdom, I think, about um, being joyful in this psalm that we're going to take a look at. I wanted to start by saying, if you aren't feeling like that today, that that's okay too. <laughs> um, the psalms, this psalm is not encouraging us to put on a mask and, and come to church, making it look like we're joyful when we're not feeling that way. That's not what this is about. Uh, in fact, um, if anything, I think the Psalms show us that there is a, a broad and huge range of human emotion. Um, and we see psalmists relating to God through that, through that range of emotion, don't we, um, in different Psalms. If we, if we read in, in the, in, through the book of Psalms, we can find fear, 
discouragement, happiness, loneliness, sadness, trust, doubt, oppression, faithfulness, anger, resentfulness. It's, there's so many human emotions expressed through the Psalms. I think it's helpful to remember that we experience a range of emotion and that joy is one of those, even if that's not your experience today. But let's read on and see what we can learn about being joyful from Psalm 100. In verse 3, the psalm reads, Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. This is one of those verses, if I'm honest, that I get tempted to skip over. Of of course the Lord is God. Of course there's a created order. Of course we belong to God and we're like sheep in his pasture being provided for. I understand those things. Move on. That's my temptation. But why does the writer of this psalm think it's important to affirm these things in the midst of feeling joyful? Um, I think the writer puts it in because people are susceptible to the opposite, which is forgetting that the Lord is God. Forgetting my place as a created being. Forgetting that I belong to a master who's looking after me in his pasture. In fact, I don't really always relish the idea of being likened to a sheep. has, Has anyone here had much to do with sheep? They don't have a reputation as being particularly bright animals. (laughs) Um, Something within me likes to think I'm a bit more clever and independent than that. I wonder if you noticed my pride when I recounted the situation that made me feel joyful just before. Um, I'll just quote the end of what I said. I I said, and so I had a, a deep feeling of satisfaction. This had been a really good year of training, probably the best I can remember. We did a really good job. I felt like shouting for joy. Do you notice my pride? (laughs) And the sad thing is, as I prepared to speak on Psalm 100, I didn't write that retrospectively to make a point. Um, Actually, um, that was was how I remembered um, December. And as I came to verse 3, I became actually a bit convicted that maybe I, I needed to know that the Lord was God, like the psalmist suggests. We are at risk um, of forgetting God when things go well. We can read about that elsewhere too. Um, We see the cycle with the Israelites in the Old Testament who cry out to God and God rescues them and then they remember God for a little while and then things go well and they forget God and things start to go badly. And we see that cycle over and over in the Old Testament. So God says to us, Be still and know that I am God. That's probably one of my favourite verses. The psalm goes on. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. It makes sense that thanksgiving flows out of knowing that the Lord is God. To say thank you is evidence that you know that you did not achieve an end or something simply out of your own cleverness or your own um, uh, effort. Giving thanks acknowledges that God is the real power behind the good things that we see around us, perhaps the good things that come from the work of our hands even. In verse 4 we see thanksgiving connected with entering God's presence. 
I think for the psalmist, this probably related to entering God's presence in the temple or perhaps the tabernacle. I'm not exactly sure at what point this psalm was written. But for us, of course, we enter God's presence anywhere we want to when we come to him in prayer. Perhaps thanksgiving helps us to soften our hearts. Maybe it helps us overcome our natural tendency towards pride. Um, I'm not sure, but certainly we see this connection between thanksgiving and, and being in God's presence. I rewrote the end of my previous description of being joyful. Um, here it goes. And so I had a deep feeling of gratefulness. God has clearly been working through the training centre this year. He's protected us from COVID shutdowns, provided us with staff and aircraft. He's answered our constant prayer to help us make wise decisions in managing the day-to-day -day operations of the centre. I feel like shouting for joy. Thank you, God. That's more like it should have been the first time. <laughs> we need not limit expressing thankfulness to when we're feeling joyful. Um, Choosing to be thankful in difficult circumstances can actually be a pathway back to joyful praise. I wonder if you've experienced that. Um, I've got two examples to share. Who's familiar with Corrie Ten Boom? Has some people heard of Corrie and read her story? Really inspiring um, Christian who lived in very difficult circumstances in World War II and was interned in Nazi concentration camps. Um, Corrie Ten Boom and her sister Betsy ended up in a communal bedroom in one of those concentration camps where they were nauseous from the putrid straw that was to be their bed. When they were wondering how they could possibly live in such a place, Corrie's sister Betsy remembered a Bible reading that they'd read that morning. From, uh, this is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. The sisters went on to give thanks for being together. They could give thanks for the Bible that they had smuggled in, that they still had access to. They even managed to give thanks for the fleas that prevented the guards from, from entering their dormitory um, at all, actually. So they had relative freedom compared to other dormitories. Corey was actually not sure if she could give thanks for the fleas at first, but, but, um, but realised... Um, her sister helped her realise that they, they could actually even give thanks for the fleas. Um, Corey reflects on that experience and says, as we focus on the Lord's blessings, we will be heartened and enabled to persevere through life's discouragements and we'll never fail to appropriately honour God by thanking him for his ever-present blessings. I find that to be tremendously encouraging. <laughs> The second example I wanted to share about choosing to be thankful in difficult circumstances actually comes from people um, in Melbourne. So over the last couple of years, we've been connecting with supporters via Zoom. Um, people have been meeting in groups and, and, and meeting um, for church over online means, as you all are well aware. Um, over and over again, we were struck by the way that Christians in lockdowns made a point of being thankful to God for various aspects of lockdown or even lockdown itself. Um, they were thankful for technology that enabled them to connect. Um, they were thankful for seeing more families outside walking together. They were thankful for the pace of life slowing down and an opportunity to reflect. So I think expressing thankfulness 
helps, can help us in difficult circumstances to find a way back to joyful praise. The final verse of the psalm says, For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Uh, I think that is an, is an incredible statement of assurance. Um, the Lord is good and his love endures forever. Perhaps just we'll pause for a moment. If you could just, can I encourage you, just turn to the person next to you and just, just tell them the Lord is good and his love endures forever. <laughs> Now that, that is a truth worth remembering, isn't it? <laughs> um, the hope of the psalmist, the reason for joy, his joyfulness um, the, the, and, and being full of thanks and praise is not just the good things that they can see around, the blessings of God, but God himself. Specifically, the psalmist refers to God's faithfulness and he's referring there to the fact that God keeps his promises, his promises of a hope and a future and of a restored relationship with himself. The psalmist um, is, is, has, has actually a limited view of God's love and goodness and faithfulness um, from his point in history, but how much more can we um, affirm that? We can't read verse 5 without thinking of Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate demonstration and expression of God's love and faithfulness. Jesus' willingness to give his life on the cross, which makes us totally secure in God's love with a sure hope of a future with him. So I think the encouragement that I take from this psalm is let's choose to be a people who are in the habit of giving thanks to God. Let's be careful to give thanks when things are good so that we don't become proud and forget our great God. Let's choose to give thanks when it's hard because focusing on his blessings can help us to persevere. And let's never stop praising God for rescuing us through Jesus so that we can have a certain future. Um, Would you join me in prayer as we close? Um, Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our good shepherd who cares for us and provides for us in every way. Uh, We're sorry for when we've forgotten to thank you for the good things you bless us with. And we thank you for your endless well of forgiveness. Thank you that our hope for the future depends on you and is therefore totally secure. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that lives within us and works to mend our hearts. And we pray that you would prompt us to notice the blessings that you surround us with and to bring you honour and glory by our joyful praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.